Okay, good evening everybody. Welcome to Satsang. <coughs> Without moving your body, just settle on the inside. Without moving your body. Because the instinct is to organize yourself. And it's like, actually, it's got nothing to do with that. It's an internal thing. Your body isn't needed on this path at all. So if you were to check inside, what, what, what do I need right now? Right now, do you need something? Your mind can come up with all kinds of fantastic Ideas, but really, realistically, is there something needed right now? And you might say, well, you know, air, so that I can breathe. But if breathing were to stop, would that be all right? Do you, what you are, do you really need that? Do you really need to stay breathing? Or is it just a body mechanism? think you are? Are you really who you think you are? You can think you're great today and you can think you're a fool tomorrow. And Are you that inconsistent? Or is that just the personality doing its dance, trying to survive, patch itself up and assert itself? And Just a personality being a personality. Is that you? Personality takes an awful lot of work to uh, keep it going, keep it reinforced, <coughs> keeping it accepted and loved and maintained. personality is not active, like when you're asleep or, or right now it's kind of turned down low. The personality is not active, is, does that mean you're not there? You don't exist or is there less of you there? When you're being quiet, when you're still, is there less of you there?
every spiritual experience can happen to who you think you are. All kinds of wonderful realizations to who you think you are. Awakening to who you think you are. So just more of who I think I am and me having an interesting life. That's grand, you can invest in that, but if you're sitting here tonight, you've probably seen that it kind of just keeps going on and on and on and on and on and on. <coughs> and what about beyond all of that, huh? What's beyond all of that, all of who you think you are? Beyond any idea of who you are. Beyond what you were told. Beyond what you ever heard. Beyond spiritual conditioning and the normal family conditioning. Beyond both. <clears throat> Your mind can't know what you really are. And it's a good idea to tell your mind that it can't know what you really are, because it's not equipped to go there. It's a dualistic tool. It just doesn't have the bandwidth to take it on. Probably just explode or something, I don't know. It just wouldn't take it. It can't take it. It's not wired to go there. It's a dualistic tool. Some part of you knows. Something knows, or there is a knowing, but it's not in your head. And that can be accessed all the time if you stop listening to your head. Just some knowing. And you don't even know what you know, because if you knew what you... Mm. If you knew what it is that that feeling of knowing knows, well... It would be back into being another idea. Your mind would have made something new out of it. Well, here we go again then, huh? So it's a good idea to tell mind, you, you, you can't get this part, and that's fine. And it kind of stops grasping. It stops that grasping of like, I don't know, that hunger, that search for like something, something, there's something missing, there's something I want to find out. mind will forever try to, you know, fix things, make things right. It wants something better all the time. That loop has actually nothing to do with the search for truth. The search for, you know, and the, the stopping of thinking that you're somebody else. You know, if that's, if that's the search for truth, it's really to stop imagining that you're separate. That's really, if that stops, there's no truth to be discovered. It's not a crop of gold at the end of the rainbow. There's no truth to be discovered. It's just that the lie stops. You know? Believing that you're separate stops. And so every time you pick up the search again, and every time you're hungry for something else, it's like, here we go again. You're buying the idea that there's something to get. 
You can't really do anything about it because it's got its own charge, but you can see that it's a game. If you see that it's a game, you're not in there looking to get something. You're not sucked in. Anybody totally lost? Okay, all right. Um, how we take this evening is, is um, well, let's, I don't know, let it be organic and see what happens. The, the usual way that when this Jack character sits like this is that we ask people to come up to ask a question, right? Simply because the ego won't want to be exposed. That's why. And it's like, oh, I don't want to go up there. I'd be self-conscious. And, and all this garbage starts. And it's like, okay, hear the garbage and, and see if your body will come up anyway. And it's a really good exercise to like, okay, am I slave of my mind? Or will the body go up? Or is the anxiety attack, imagining that I'm up there, the only thing that I am interested in paying attention to? So it's a very interesting exercise to just see, okay, put aside the head garbage and the self-consciousness and the nervousness and whatever it is, and let's see if the body goes up. It's a good exercise. If you can do it, great. If you absolutely can't, fine, we'll give you the mic. But it's a good thing to do because the only thing that's going to be exposed is what you're not. And if you're serious about this path, you know the whole lot is going to be stripped naked. So just be careful if you're interested in protecting your ego. Well, you know, see you in 10 years. You'll still be doing the same thing. <laughs> That's how it goes. It's like it's got to be like, actually, if it's what I'm not, to hell with it. Off it goes on the table. It's only what I'm not. And let these feelings come. Because if you run from anxiety, self-consciousness, if you run from that, what are you going to be like when existential fear comes, huh? <laughs> Where are you going to find the courage for that? And this is what is asked of you. Huh? You put your head on the block. That's what's asked of you. The idea that you're separate. You're giving up all of it. All of it. Your head on the block and still the body stays alive afterwards. It's like total mind loop, but that's how it works. So that chair is the fire. Depends on, you've got to work out whether or not you can step into that fire and say, okay, whatever comes, whatever emotion, whatever, the totality of the universe is going to run through this form now. So what? Bring it on. If I could give you courage, I would. <laughs> you know? That's kind of what's needed, huh? Sure. Sorry, just move that out of the way. Do we need this? Well, let's see how you get on with it. Right? Okay. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, try it. Try it and all see. Right. Yeah. Be just more. So now you've put out a challenge. I have to. <laughs> yeah. Us, but. Um, you said something about the existential file. That kind of capped it off for me. We've all been studying quite a bit here, and I feel like there's been a lot of you know, eroding of the sense of self. And there are a lot of questions that just, it's not that I have answers, they just fall away. Uh -huh. But, and I'm not really looking for trouble, but there has been no existential question. It's, it's gotten to a, is it not? Is it not? 
I think so. Yeah, okay, sorry. I just have to bring it up to you. Okay. Um, I, I've come to a, a place of quiet. Mm -hmm. uh, I also have a new career, so there's like a lot of craziness in between <laughs> the quiet. Yeah. Um, but I think that career is possible because I don't any longer think of myself as a person who has to be like this. All right. Um, but, but I don't know. I feel like there's just a plateau. There's no uh. deepening. I don't know. Like you said, the mind will know. When there is a place of no asking questions, there's also no knowing, you know? Uh -huh. It's just quiet. Okay. And, and it makes me feel like, okay, well, this is just where you are, and that's maybe the only place you'll ever be. Um, but I don't know. I mean, is there something else? Is there an mm. understanding? I mean, there must mm. be something or you wouldn't mm. be here talking. Mm. Other people wouldn't talk about this. Yeah. If it was just a nice... I'm not saying my life is quiet. It's anything but. Sure. But you know what I mean. Yeah. There's enough erosion of the sense of identity that, that when those things pop up, they're so big and painful. You're like, what's going on? Oh, yeah, that's, I think I'm this. And then you can be in this quiet place again. But that's not really what you're talking about, what everyone, the teachers talk about. But I don't know, I'm at a plateau. Is there an attachment to the quiet place? It doesn't feel that way. Okay. There's just a questioning and maybe a giving up. Just like, maybe this is all that is going to be for me. You know? Okay. Okay, so is it a state of mind? The quiet mm -hmm. part of it. The plateau. I think that could be, yeah. Well, I don't experience, I won't say never, but most of the time I don't experience any kind of understanding or knowing that you are talking about. Yeah. Where there's a sense of complete drop of... See, I don't know where the dividing line is between not feeling like you're a personality yeah. and the sense of not being a separate self. I'm never, I'm never quite sure if those are the same thing. Yeah. Do you know not. who you are? I would not say yes to that question. I think I could say I know who I'm not. Okay. But that's not the same as being no. on the other side of that no. wall. Yeah, you're dead right. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, the, the person... I'm suspicious if the person on the plateau is still a person on the plateau. Mm -hmm. It feels like, well, that's just the separate individual who's just like quieter so that it's not screaming. And when, when there's real identification going on, okay, energetically, it's hugely uncomfortable. Yeah. You've got that part, and it's like, oh my God, what's going on? So it's like, so, so the certain level of contraction, when, when, when separation is running, right, your red flags fly. All right. But what I'm hearing, I think, is that there's a milder, more subtle level of identity going on. Well, there is a belief, I have to admit, that there is something... I don't know if I want to say I will know or feel or be or whatever. An yes. intuitive knowing. Yes. I don't have that. Yes. That's not here. And I don't even want to say I need it. I'm just saying I'm recognizing it's not here. Okay. All right. Can you drop the idea that it might signify something if it was there? Well, I guess I have a belief that you and other people can talk about this because you... I hate to use the word no, I don't know what other words to sure, say, sure. but you know something about who you are. I can't say that I know that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, I don't even know where that word knowing is going, but, yes. but you know what I mean. I do. I think. Yeah. I All do. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I can't say I know that. Yes. Okay. If, if 
when the, the not knowing, I know I'm not that. Okay, when, when that is clear, you know what you're not. Mm-hmm. Something, something is a bit grey about that plateau. There is something complacent in there. There's something hiding there. There's something blocking the other, the clear seeing. I like that word. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The clear, clear seeing. Yes. Because yes. it feels like that there's... Okay, I'm going to throw out a few things, and maybe, maybe most of them are wrong, but they're just options. Um, is there somebody who enjoys the plateau, or is it, is it you know, it just comes from years of, of chiseling away at the ego, and, and the state of mind has been achieved? What, what's being enjoyed there? Because something... It's like, it's like some spiritual values, for example, surrender and let it be how it is, and acceptance. It's like, you know, if you pull a few spiritual values together and bake them in a pie, you're going to end up at a plateau. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that uh, if there's any, thing, any values or identities at all, it's that sometimes I get pissed off about this. Yes. All, all this work. Yes. All this study. Yes. Um, and now I've come to a place where... I think when you said um, the existential fear, yeah. I wonder if that's really what's under it. Yeah. Because there's been no intense night of the soul. I mean, not that yeah. you have to have that, but sure. I'm just saying at the quiet, yeah. there's nothing dropping deeper, dropping deeper. than that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Well, and I don't know if that's required. Well, something Maybe is enjoying hanging out there, for sure. There's some Maybe there's identity a fear hanging out there. To go... Deeper. Oh, there's something, some reason that mind has justified to hang out in the plateau. For sure, it's the better option, you know. But mm-hmm. it would be a good idea to see that all the work gets you nowhere. Mm-hmm. All the work, all the study, actually was just for the kick of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big damn. <laughs> yeah, sure, it is. It's just for the heck of it. It's it really is, you know. I, I feel comfortable with that. Yeah. Okay. It has to be yeah. It's great. Yeah. It has to I lose mean, its value. We we definitely have encountered that. Okay. Before. All right. And yet, I can listen. Yeah. To people saying this. Yeah. I can listen to you saying that. Yeah. But it's not the same as the what did you call it, the clear seeing? Yeah. I feel like that is not. I cannot say that's here. Yeah. Um, Okay, so when the plateau comes, reject it. How do you do that? You know I mean, the way you go. What am I rejecting this? it for? I guess that would be the question. Ah, <laughs> mind can't know that, can it? Okay. Because if if you know what you're not, then something about I'm not that some kind something of that netty netty path, you know, mm-hmm. something of the yes. not this, not this is active. Okay, if that has worked for you, mm-hmm. this is the place to apply it, the plateau. That's the place to apply it. Reject that quiet. As an identity or a... It's a hangout zone. You're hanging out there. You know it yourself. It's just plateaued, huh? Mm -hmm. (coughs) So something is is just, oh, this is fine. Let's just enjoy this for a while. And it's like, hey, 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 reject it. That was like three years ago. (laughs) Sure. Good. It's come to an Uh, end. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Reject it. Reject everything. And just see what... See nothing. What's there? See nothing. You see, if you see what's there, already mind is, is kind of preparing for a conceptual answer. 
You're saying being in a complete I don't know place. Yes. Or don't know, you know, yes. anything. Yes. But would you say that's what your clear seeing is? I mean, I, I'm confused because uh, when people talk about the clear, the clear seeing, well, I like, we'll use that word. Uh-huh, sure. It always seems to uh, take a t- certain shape of um, understanding. I don't mean they say the same things, but sure. there's, there's a similar... Sure. Uh, sure. I don't even know, there's not even a word for that. But, sure. Um, and I, it's very recognizable to me that I don't know that. Yes. I don't know that. Yes. So you're saying to, rec- to reject even the sense of, I need to get someplace, this is a plateau, yes. and it's comfortable. And yes. Yes, reject all of that. And... The mechanism to do that would be simply... Same one as you've been using all along. Just noticing. To break identity. It's just a more subtle layer of identity has kicked in. You see, if there's any landing place at all, you're fooling yourself. You landed on a a landing place Mm -hmm. three years ago. All right, and you're still there. Okay, so the plateau is an example of a landing place. So if, if, if I were to reply and say, reject this and... Watch out for this. We're just offering another landing place. Okay. You're not going to get that. So this should be free fall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Into an abyss of nothing, nothing to hold on to, nothing to save you, no safety net, nothing. I feel that already. <laughs> kind of, I feel the, the clutching at that yeah. idea yeah. that there's not something to There is nothing. Hold on to. There is no solid ground anywhere and somehow it's all right the system has to get used to it and it becomes but sure it has to be like this there is nothing solid of course there's nothing this is just energy moving it's totally changing and shifting all the time there is no reference point when when you know you're not your body it's like well this is no longer a reference point to to bounce you know well can i ask a related question about that because i do sometimes hear people talking about how the place to get really let go of this is to to be centered in the body and then that's not really one of my focuses but when you said a few minutes ago you know the body is really nothing yeah. um what's what's your take on that because i have fallen back on that concept at times that oh, i really need to get refocused with the body because most of the time i just ignore the body yeah um but how do you see that from the place of clear seeing do you see that it is necessary to be no anything no, with the body? Nothing at all. It gives you a physical place to drop down, maybe, mm-hmm. but like everything else, it has to be rejected too. You know, so there's no particular acceptance or reliance or refocusing or any of those potential exercises you can do for you. Free fall. Mm. Free fall. Let nothing be a hangout zone. Because the mind has kind of found some kind of nice place Mm -hmm. to hang. Mm -hmm. And what it's going to do is get even more subtle in its approach to give you another hook. And so your questions are about that. Can I, maybe the body, maybe, maybe, maybe there's something. So is it fair to say that nothing, whatever that you think about the body, the plateau, the clear seeing, nothing... Is, has any value. Correct. It's all illusion. 
no matter how refined, how spiritual, how sacred, it's all illusion. All of it. So even though you may get some intuitive understandings about what to do or how to do mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. there aren't any thoughts that are helpful or necessary to bring you to that free fall place. Is that fair? It's more the rejection of all thoughts. Okay. Because what your mind is doing is, again, a little ledge that would be helpful, anything that would be helpful. So it's, do you see what it's trying to do? It's constantly coming in with some technique, something to grab, and it's like nothing. Well, even though I know it's not true, there's still a little doubt that maybe the brain is going to be helpful somehow. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. It's gotten me so far. I, I think that, though. Maybe that's not true either. If you do enough Byron Katie, you know that even that's not true. Yes. But yeah, okay. Yes. yes. So we've chucked out the body and the plateau and the brain. So what about existence itself? Well, that has been one of my, I guess, little practices of anything is just looking up and noticing that I exist, or that life is here. I use that phrase because it doesn't bring anything with it. You know? Okay. You don't have to try to be anything if you're just life. All right. Okay. I don't have to focus on anything. Yes. It's kind of all-encompassing. Yes. So that has been one of my practices to just, not nearly enough, but to look up and just notice yeah. that I'm alive and that nothing whatsoever that's happened in before this moment has any reality in this moment other than being filtered by in memory. Yes. I do sometimes look at that and okay. marvel at the, the moment of existence that really has no predecessor. It has yes. no you know, antecedents. Yes. It's just whatever is this moment. Yes. It does not matter what happened in the previous yes. years. Okay. So it's a good I, I do use that sometimes. Okay. Probably it's not as much as I should, but how about throwing yeah. it out? How about what? Throwing it out. Oh, even throwing that out. Yes. It's another technique. So what? <laughs> say I'm out. I'm out for a walk. What do you? What would I do? I mean, what would I? What would that practice be? Or walk? Just walk. Walk. Want breathe. nothing. Want think nothing. nothing. And, and, and don't let mine go into the loop. Oh, if I, you know. I gotta remind oh, myself yeah. that existence is exactly, here. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, That's this what is I just do. life. And, and yeah. you know, yeah, you can do those things, but that's, that's got nothing to do with anything. That's just, you know, let's run this program, let's run this program. That's what you're doing, you know? You're just putting your attention on different <clears> things <throat> that you came across, that you liked. You could just as well be thinking about the last time you had great sex. I mean, it's the same thing. Same thing. Thank you. Sure. So if you're going for a walk and you just, whatever, you know, whatever's happening, and if it's a practice to let your mind be still, then let your mind be still, but know that you're going to get nothing out of it. Well, if I don't do something, I'll mm. just daydream for an hour yeah. through my walk. Okay. And I know that's not, I mean, that's not helpful either, but that's what will happen. That's what will happen. Yeah. Okay. And every so, once in a while, some, something in nature will bring me, bring me out of the movie, and I'll yeah. pet a dog or talk to somebody or whatever, and then I'm yeah. back. To okay. Yeah. Okay. So, if, but I don't know, maybe I should just say, so what? I'm, I'm daydreaming through my whole walk. Yes. You know. It's interesting to do that and see afterwards 
okay, I daydreamed through the whole walk. Was that, was that wrong? Was that a waste of time? What's going on there? Oh, I do have an idea that that's a waste of time. Mm. Mm. I should either be working something out or being nobody. <laughs> I don't know what yes. to do. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This is what mind does, yes. Yeah. But there's a value system, you know? Something is better than something else. And it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. that's fine. And, and you know, if you, if you focus on something while you're going for a walk, there'll be a different quality experienced or the body might feel better or the mind will be calmer or something. But that's as good as that the, that the benefit will be. That's all it's going to do. I guess I have an idea that it's better to focus because honestly, when you're daydreaming, you're not even there. Yes. You know, here, here you are in this beautiful place and you're not even noticing yes. it. Yes. So I have this. I have an yeah. idea that it's better to be present. Okay. But it's a constant battle. <laughs> it's a constant battle. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. So if you're out for a walk and it's like I want to enjoy this walk, so I'm going to be present. Then be present for the sake of enjoying the walk. Mm -hmm. That's all. And then throw that out. Say, okay, mind is present. Chuck it out. It's not good enough. Chuck it out, whatever it is, line it up to where you want it to be, to your practice or whatever, do you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because uh, why not? If you're doing something that actually gives you a sense of well-being, well, that's fine, but that's all it's going to do is give you a sense of well-being. that's an identity too. Of course. Saying, yes. Yeah. And well-being is fine, but see that it's just well-being. It's like you feel better after you have a shower, if you, don't, you know what I mean? It's well-being. <laughs> yeah. It's on that level, no? Yeah. Yeah. You know? You see? So see practices for what they are and throw them out. Line them up, whatever it is, but that's it. No attachment to it. Line. Throw it out, throw it out. Not this. This isn't good enough. That's what the brain is doing. I'm running that circuit, but it's not good enough. Don't hang there. Thank you. Sure, sure. I've noticed there seems to be a lot of... Um, if anybody who, who feels a pull, come on up. Can you come? Great. There's, there's, there seems to be a lot of um, uh, acceptance that existence is real. I, uh, Rana Maharshi spoke about it. Nisargadatta spoke about it. Somebody sent me a, a book that's doing the rounds yesterday, and I read the first chapter, and it was completely... Well, George, Jed, Jed, something? McKenna. McKenna, exactly. Exactly, some new book that he wrote, you know. I mean, his style is great, it's great fun. And the first thing, and the whole thing is based on the fact that, well, I exist. There's these two guys having a talk, and this is the, this is the, the format of it. And the, their point of where they began the conversation is, well, I know I exist. And it's like, oh, for goodness sake! You know, like, you, we're building on a lie, you know? Existence isn't real at all. Like, if, if you want to look at something, we'll find out if you do exist. Because it seems to be like, commonplace in non-dual circles that, well, I know I exist. I said, really? Wow, here we go. After that, forget it. You're just, you know, you're now you're snowballing. Check out if you exist. How do you know you exist? What is existence? Ask that one. I think you answering what I had in mind. I okay. just go back there. <laughs> 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 I don't feel any easier than what you just said. But what I wanted to um, ask you about was what these books call consciousness. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I, it's difficult to formulate a precise question, but uh, for many years, it's just this mind stuff. I know that. I can 
experience, um, and actually it's what you were just um, saying, uh, the fault of that book, I experience exist, the experience of existence. Mm -hmm. Not my existence, but existing. Yes. Why is there anything? It's a miracle that there is anything in existence. Of course, I read books that tell you awareness is aware. And um, I'm, I can get, get that. My, my fundamental brain, mind question that I stumble over and I'd like to get rid of is, it's uh, the word I think of is anthropocentric. This is happening because two people got together 73 years ago and I had consciousness or consciousness <laughs> arrived or whatever. Yes. And I didn't ask to, to, to be here. But I am and experience it. This body dies, that experience stops. Um, this table doesn't have ex experience, existence, like, uh, like, like is going on in, in, our, in, in this room, in these heads, in these bodies. Why, what, what conscious, and, and my question then evolves into. Please help me understand, I can understand consciousness is experienced in all the heads in this room, in the world, before humanity, before animal life, before primordial times. Was there consciousness? I'm really getting at this question about the universality of it's beyond space and time. Consciousness yes. is a dimension that is, you can kind of sense, but God knows can't say that it's there, but that up here causes me a problem. I only experience this because I exist. It is only experienced in this body because it exists. It doesn't experience in this box of tissues. And nor was it experienced by that criterion at the beginning of time. And yet, our premise for the experience of the universality is that this is it's nothing to do with space or time I'm, like, I'm not asking any question but I, I've got a kind of uneasiness there and my, I, myself is such that I'm expecting you to say this is too much brain mind work <laughs> not at all I love hearing questions um, are, are, is consciousness outside of time and space, or a prerequisite of time and space, or it's outside? Was there a time when there was no consciousness? That's that's where that's the that's the point. That's where I can't get I can't settle my mind because. As I experience existence, it only is a function of this body-mind. Nisa Gaudata says that, you know, the, the, the breath and all that. Um, and yet, what I experience as a breathing, living, mind-body is a sense that it is universal. And yet it can't be if it's a function of a mind-body. Are you very sure that the table has no, no sense of consciousness? I can't. No, I can't know that. Mm. 
doesn't have meetings to talk about it. I can't know that. Mm -hmm. Is it that our brains are incapable of appreciating the full dimension of awareness? Yes. We don't use very much of it, do we? Okay. And kind of blow the circuits if we saw the magnificence of it, really. Let your thinking get more unlimited. Okay. So just make do with what you've got, because you're never going to see start the full drama of it all. No, start saying, well, maybe. Maybe that table has a, a capacity to be conscious. Conscious. Not even conscious of itself or of existing, but to be conscious. Let it be open. If you take ayahuasca or LSD or something, you'll see that it has. Mm. You'll see that it has because the limits get blown off. And, and you'll be able to literally have a dialogue with that box of tissues. Literally. Like, that's my mind. Mm. That's the, or my conditioning, I would mm -hmm. say that's the result of messed up neurons and synapses yes. in the brain. It's nothing to do with yes. reality. Maybe so. But isn't thinking that you are a 73-year-old man a mixed up set of neurons too? Where does it stop? Like, wh where's the norm of, well, we accept this as being, you know, commonly accepted and therefore this is reality yeah. and this isn't. You see, let it, let it get looser. Right. The only thing, ex things only exist because of awareness, it seems. So when awareness dies, deep sleep, mm -hmm. before birth, after death, mm -hmm. body-mind, mm -hmm. awareness exists in a, as what people call the absolute, I guess. Mm -hmm. But it's beyond the... It's beyond the capability, the concept, it's beyond the mind, the human mind. Okay. How do you, right, how do we know? I mean, I, I, then I get to be the kind of questioning lawyer. All right, how do you know this? Yeah. One question first, though. Uh, is awareness, when you speak of that thread about deep sleep and etc., is that awareness aware of itself? Or is it just awareness when it is the absolute, not aware of anything, not even itself? I find it difficult to answer honestly because I know the answer is that it's not aware of itself. And that's something I always read in Nisakadatta and I just stop and I'm puzzled because how does he know? Okay. Mm -hmm. Because the capacity of being aware of yourself doesn't come from the human brain. The capacity of knowing that that level of being... Let me rewind. Right. It, it feels like a going backwards for this Jack character. It's like it's the back of my head. It's like it's someplace back there. And, and peeling back to, to the arising of consciousness, where consciousness became conscious of itself. Yes. All right, okay. Now, not deeper than that, more rarefied than that, back behind that, prior to that. There is consciousness itself, which doesn't yet 
or has the potential but is not yet aware of itself. You with me there? Supposedly. Okay, are you lost on that one now? Is that when it becomes theory? I'm not there. I can't, how could you be there as a... As a... Because, because me as consciousness knows that, but me as Jack the human brain doesn't know that. <coughs> And the mind knows that it can't know that. It's just theory, gobbledygook to the, to the human mind. But me as consciousness absolutely knows that. And, and I play with these roles, or they get played by the totality. Jack the character and Jack the pure consciousness. But what I actually am, what I am, I'm none of those. I'm prior to even the idea of consciousness. And that's known. And that is being expressed through the body-mind we call Jack. I guess. Because you're saying it. Yeah, it's being said. Yes, it's being <coughs> said, exactly. It goes contrary to a kind of precept which don't say or don't believe anything you don't know to be true. And when I don't, I, I don't mean factually true, I mean to be viscerally yes. experienced. yes. So the, what you're suggesting contradicts that sort of code of practice. Okay, Don't Indeed say it does. things that you don't know to be true. Okay, That's but maybe there's, maybe true is, is a word that belongs in this realm, but mm. it doesn't go there, because it's not about true or not true, and it's not about do I know it or not know it, and it's certainly not visceral. So that criteria, mm, th that's useful for a certain bandwidth. Yeah. And then my um, body-mind comes up with, are you sure you're not just falling into wishful thinking here? Be nice to think that consciousness is universal. We know we, it is unknown prior to our birth and after death. We are that consciousness that is going to be experienced by every... This is no problem, experienced ongoing in every head in the world. But what if there were no more? What if global warming were all wiped out? Consciousness just doesn't know itself because it doesn't have a human being to express itself. This is getting a little far-fetched. Am I not thinking of... You know, isn't this wishful thinking? That, the last bit I lost you. That, that consciousness doesn't know itself. If there were no... This is one of my questions when we oh. first started talking. If there were no human beings, yes, which is the only medium through which I can believe, I, I know the only medium through which I know that I know of that experiences consciousness. That may, but I only know these. Things. Yes. Um, when they're yes. gone, then consciousness would not know itself. I think I just heard you say that, unless it's experienced, manifested in the human mind, in the human body, mind body. So. Um, when we've all gone, or when we're dead, before we were, before we were all born, uh -huh. experience, consciousness was being experienced by the then inhabitants of the world. Yes. That was indistinguishable from the experience we're having now. Fundamentally, I don't okay. mean their way of life, I mean the fundamental experience was there. So. We were there in the sense that this experience, this experience now, is was, we were always experienced. It's like saying we've always lived. Okay. Th this experience, this consciousness has always lived. Yes. But if there were no people, yes, that 
there is no lived consciousness. There's no manifested, manifested consciousness. So we're now talking about a state where consciousness just does not know itself because it doesn't have the t space and time to exhibit itself. What do you think of consciousness being aware that it's conscious and consciousness experiencing itself without being aware that it's experiencing itself? Hmm. What's the second one? Is without being aware of itself, it is because yeah. you've you've clumped together um, con consciousness being aware that it's conscious, yes, and consciousness being experienced without a commentator on the experience. Right. The universality of consciousness applies to the latter. There is a level of consciousness, but it doesn't know that it's conscious. But the experience is still being had but it doesn't have that objectivity on the experience. That's universal consciousness. Human beings have the capacity to observe that they're being conscious. Yes. That's, that's the only who-ha that we have yes. as human beings. With the one on your left hand, that, that's the noumenon? Yes, okay. uh, but it's yeah, also absolutely. the table. Yes, uh, I, 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 and, okay, and I'm with you on that. That, that, that. It's an expression of... Yeah, okay. Yes, but it actually has its consciousness. It actually... Yeah, yeah you see, okay. I, I don't want to lead down another track, but I just want to ask one question. People who talk to spirits and talk to whatever, they talk to dolphins and fairies and whatever else, is that all projections of their mind or...? Projections of their mind in my book, yes. Is it? Okay. Yeah, you see. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Well, we were just talking. Uh, I'm a chemical engineer by training, uh -huh. so um, yes. I'm conditioned not to... Yes. Have irrational thoughts. Yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. Both of us recognise this condition. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what's the answer to my question? <laughs> <laughs> the the pointer I can give is let yes. mind become unlimited. Limit these limitations exist only in your mind. Yeah. Your perception is limited because your mind has grasped onto limit limitations. Yeah. Okay. There is a universal consciousness that doesn't have the objectivity to know that it's being universal, but it is a valid experience of consciousness, and it's in every atom. Mm. Every atom. Okay. At atomic level. So therefore it's in the box of tissues. Oh yeah. As well yeah. as the dog, you know? Right. It exists before time and space though, right? I mean, it doesn't need an atom to experience. It is, it is there. Yes, it is there. And still, I would point to prior to consciousness. Okay. Thank you. Sure. I've come across several uh, sources that said what you just said recently that you seem to have this reality or this realization that this is all illusion. Remember you emphatically said this is all illusion. Yeah. And every time I see that, it, it goes hand in hand with um, that 
there is no time, therefore, there is no past and there is no future. Nothing has ever happened. Nothing will ever happen. This happening is just an appearance of happening. Do they go hand in hand? Yeah. Yeah, and I, and, and, and in, in my mind, I can see that. I mean, I can understand that. I even have many metaphors for that. But in my reality, in my experience, it hasn't touched my experience. Mm. I think if it touched my experience, the mind would kind of settle oh, down. Oh, sure it would. Yeah. And, and, and realize that it's, it, it has no control. It has, the script's already written, the film's in the, the can, and it's just playing itself out. But not realizing that it's always busy, you know. And the, like today I had this, I got up and I thought, well, you know, there are parts of me that are good, and there are parts that are bad, there are parts that are right, there are parts that are wrong. I have sure. some vices, I have some virtues. Sure. But the idea is just get beyond that, you know? Yes. Beyond that, you know? You get yes. so stuck in that duality in the mind. It seems like the mind can't function with that duality. If it's not dualistically thinking, comparing, judging, then it just doesn't seem like it has a job to do. Yes. But there must be some, I mean, you know, again, there must be some way to have an experience of that. You, know, yes. you might even have some insight and still not realize that to be true, you know? Yes. And yes. I understand that, you know, more and more people are awakening and having these experiences and are speaking about it and the language is the same and... Yeah. But, um, I don't know, it just it seems like it takes a, a good dose of uh, longing and patience combined, you know? Sure, sure. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Where are you at with surrender? Well, surrender, acceptance, mm. abandonment, whatever yeah. you want to call it. I've been like with that for Good. 40 years, but okay. I don't know if I made any headway. You All know? right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sure. You know? when, when that's running for at any period in the 40 years, when that's running, is there an expectation that it will get you someplace? Or is it a genuine surrender like it's hopeless? It's helpless. I can't do anything about this. I'm beating my head off a wall. Is it that kind of level of surrender that you know? I really, I really, I'm wasting my time here. I really haven't a clue. That's a different surrender. To to, I'm just handing it over to God. Yeah, I understand hand in hand with real surrender is a experience of it's helpless and it's hopeless. Yeah. So then you don't strive, or else it wouldn't be helpless or hopeless. Yeah, have you, have you landed have, on that one, the helpless, hopeless? I have, but I still haven't gotten to the point where I hit rock bottom and said, yeah, it is helpless, it is hopeless. Okay. I mean, I understand that goes hand in hand with real surrender. It does. I just um, haven't gotten there. Yeah. 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 In my mind, I mean, I don't know, you said it a little while ago that 40 years worth of reading and search is all useless. And it might be, you know, I mean, it gives the mind a, maybe a better way to communicate what it doesn't understand. Yeah. But, um... And, and you can't but do it, you know, you can't but be on the spiritual search. If that fire has started, you can't do anything except go to the next event and buy the book. You can't do anything about it. It's like got its own momentum. But it's to have the experience, no? It's to have the experience of the ego reducing. It won't make you see the truth, but it'll reduce the ego. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So, let a genuine helpless and hopelessness come up. 
and it's great that you know that the mind does I have virtues and I have vices and, and you know that the mind that's just the mind saying yes no I like I don't like da 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 just believe it less just be sure of like oh, there goes the mind again there it goes again the self critic or the self commenter what ah yeah yeah I hear you I hear you give it a bit less volume just in mm. terms of not taking it so seriously yeah that's doing your thing I'm not really interested in the content let it talk away but not be too interested in the content of what it's saying Mm -hmm. but, you know let the surrender deepen let this, it's, it's going to bring you to your knees it's just going to bring you to your knees of where you really really can't do anything but if there is a surrender that, that has been in some way no grace will come grace will come it's like really we've got attachment we've got an expectation and that's then surrender isn't genuine Yeah, I guess the only thing to do is just to see that it's not genuine and that um, although you know that the goal is to be helpless and hopeless, as long as the mind's looking for a way to get out of it, you're yes. not helpless and hopeless. That's right. That's exactly it. Now, how are you going to do with that now? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I don't know is good. I don't, I don't, there's a lot of I don't know in, in genuine helpless and hopeless. Mm. Okay, thank you. And surrender, and can there be peace? And I don't know. Mm -hmm. There can be. Okay, because I'm not sure if I'm not deluding myself when I say, I don't know. I don't know what which way it's going to go. I don't know what this is really about. I don't know what I should do here. Watching the ego, and you know, with that, and then it's just like, okay, just go dancing, and let it work itself out. Okay. Okay. That's fine. What else? Tell me again what you said at the beginning about I know I exist. Do you remember <laughs> exactly what you said when you first started? Taking that as a platform, I exist. Yeah, that's a dangerous one, huh? Yeah. Do you... I do on some, I, I'm aware of consciousness and it doesn't, for whatever reason, it doesn't fascinate me to poke around and make more. Yeah. Um, there's just a, a sense of uh, a knowing it, and a lack, I probably more, you know, and a lack of fascination with, with that. So when people say, you know, you exist, don't you? And it's like, okay. No, I'm, because to me that's my mind. Yes. So, watching the ego, watching it, 
I liked when you said in the beginning, don't move your body around, just get settled inside. It's like, wow, I've never done that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cute to watch the distraction now because I wanted to touch something that was a little more uncomfortable. <laughs> so I like that. Mm-hmm. I like the, it's like I can just watch it mm-hmm. and just see, okay. And I feel like, I don't know if I'm deluding myself, but I feel like in this moment, and who cares anyway, if I am, because eventually I feel consciousness will always come back. And um, will always come back. Will always. Um, this is just a dance, you know? And yes. so it, it doesn't... I guess what I want right now is I want to, I want to fall in love with myself. Ah. So I have an attachment, and I have... I notice all the judgments that have been hanging out and the duality, this is good, this is not. Uh-huh. And I... Okay, so I have a desire that I feel <coughs> that I want to be... I, there's a movement and a desire to be um, when you use the word rejecting it was like oh that's different because we're talking about we've all been talking about embracing embrace this embrace this reject it mm. um, I've done that I want to do I want to do this I want to mm-hmm. do this I mm-hmm. want to bring it closer here mm-hmm. I don't know if I have a question <laughs> I guess, is there some, um, I loved what you said with Darcy about don't hang out, you know, don't, it's a place to hang out, but I feel even if I hang there, okay, I think I know very well about beating myself up for not doing this or doing that. So, okay, so... Yes, you're talking from that place about being gentle with yourself, exactly what you said about loving, falling yeah. in love with yourself. Yeah. It's like you're at a phase of where actually all the harshness has to go. Yeah. Yeah. Let that happen, huh? Let that happen. Yeah, give yourself permission to... I don't seem and... to not be able to not be following that, that yes. way. Yes, 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 that experience needs to be had. And it's probably balancing out some mm-hmm. kind of practice of harshness, you know. Very often, both ex- two extremes play in the one lifetime. It's like you're just balancing it out, balancing it out, balancing it out. Mm-hmm. On this path, it's very often like that. There's a t- I can't even pick it up. You know, the qu- is there something I should do? Because um, there's Fall in love with yourself. <laughs> give up criticizing yourself. Mm-hmm. Give up judging yourself. Give mm-hmm. gi- just just give it all up. Be totally tender and gentle with yourself. That's the path right now. It yeah. seems to be. And there will be an after that. But that balance needs to come in first. That will offer a balance. It will offer a balance. And, and and let that come and settle. And and from there another conversation can be had. But but you need to have that in a very full rounded way, you know. Mm-hmm. Seems to be. Yeah. Yeah, an understanding will come from it, or something. It's like it's like the. Mm, what is most likely will become evident is actually be able to see the love in everything. That actually love is bleeding through everything. Mm-hmm. 
and it's not like a kind of a new age. Oh my God, all the universe is love. I'm not talking about that at all. Yeah. I'm just talking about the, the frequency. Uh, the frequency love is 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 very fine, and it penetrates the whole illusion. It penetrates it all. You know, that's how come we have it up on a pedestal about falling in love and love this and love that and it make you want to vomit. You know, <laughs> but you know, love is just an energetic component that's in everything. No big deal. It's just an energetic component that's in everything, mm-hmm. and and. May that show itself, but it feels like some kind of inclusivity of who you think you are needs to happen first. You know, mm-hmm. an inclusive thing, you know? Yes, exactly. All parts. Yes. 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 Let that be had, and there'll be an after that phase. Yeah, but let it be had. And enjoy the deliciousness. I am, and it is yeah. delicious. Great. It's quite radical in yes. this body sure. system. Sure. And it's just totally delicious to, yes. to discover the ability to, to do that and to yes. be with that. Yes. Yes. And let it get over the top and let it get too much and push it to the extreme because what's quite likely is that the ego will perpetuate itself by saying enough of that now you know that i have that secured now self-love is established and tenderness is, is established for the personality and we draw a line just before it's actually resolved that very often happens and you find yourself coming back and coming back and coming back to it right so go over the top okay because your mind won't have the monitor of this because love is something else you know mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I think it means for you to sing now. <laughs> 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 it was a sign. So, this is my first, like, time with a real teacher. So, um, there's nothing to teach, by the way. I know this is I know, I did. I know it's like, teacher, teacher, what? Heck. Yeah. But I just throw that out there. Um, so a, a couple of things that you've, you said have struck me just, just now, actually, about the thoughts and being gentle with yourself. Um, it's the experience here that I don't really control in terms of what I say to myself and how critical I may be or um, those things just run. They, I don't, there's no person that's able to really control that one way or the other. Okay. Um, they happen, um, then, then you can get into becoming critical of yourself because you had a critical thought about yourself. Uh, it kind of, it, it can be a, if you think too much about that or if you, th- if you try to control those kinds of, I want to be kind to myself. I shouldn't, you know, I should, the self-talk doesn't need to be negative and that kind of thing. It actually gives more power to the, the thoughts and then they even run stronger. Yes, because, because where you're looking at the same subject matter from is a very different angle from where this lady is looking at it from. Okay. What's the difference? She, she has no option. There's a pull to do this, and it's like she's kind of checking it out because she's no option but to go into this stuff. Okay. None at all. Whereas what you're saying is as as though there as as though there is a right and a wrong way to look at thoughts. That's not what we're talking about at all. It's just that she's going into an, an experience which is of the world, in the world, and she's checking it out. Okay. Do you see? It just so happens it's about self-love. 
it could just as easily be about something else. Right. Right. So, and what you're talking about is objectively looking at the mind. There, there's the, the, the mind isn't the problem. The mind isn't the problem. This is an energetic shift that's going on for her. Okay. Okay. You know? The second, um, well, the, the main reason I wanted to, I, the, my main question really is about the dream character. And the dream character, when you were talking about Jed McKenna's book and other books, and there's a million books out there, I think I've read um, probably 75% of them. Yeah. Because the dream character really is into reading books. Okay. And, yeah, because the, the dream character wants the truth. Yes. And the only way that um, this particular dream character thinks they can get it is through a book, <laughs> um, which is silly. Um, but it doesn't feel as though there's any other way to come about it. And I, it, it, it appears that there isn't because it's an act of grace. And so... Um, I guess from the perspective of this very strong mind muscle that is attracted and almost addicted to books, though it knows that that is not the, where it's to be found, um, what what would you what do you say when you, to to that in terms of somebody who's is very much sincerely seeking for the truth, but doesn't really know. Um, where to go to find it, other than these dead ends, really. Yes. But do books remind you? Do they remind? Do they, do they make that part of you that's outside of all of it resonate a bit? Yes, a lot. Is it tickle? <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that, a lot. That has its place. That has its place. It, it um, in fact, I mean, I try, I try to structure my day so that there's a, a majority of it, even though I'm uh, working full time. But the Kindle goes with me, and the you know, books go with me. Um, books on tape go with me, and it's a, it is a reminder. Yes. Um, <coughs> but it's, it seems like at some point there has to be a, a point where you don't rely on books. Is that yes. there's something else that this person can't bring about. Yes. Um, yes. So doesn't really know, I guess the answer is there isn't anything that this person can do. Just first of all, on the books, as long as they sh shake something or move a, an internal vibration or remind you, remind you, remind some part of you uh, of be outside of all of it, then wonderful. They will turn into being just entertainment. It could be the same as reading a magazine. Right. They just turn into just. It could be just reading whatever, whatever is happening. The royal family in Britain. I mean, anything, <laughs> anything. You know, it's just the same stuff. Right. Okay. So. So okay. Is there something you can do? Yes and no. As long as you think there's something you can do, then do something. You kind of have to arrive at the point of knowing there's nothing you can do. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a little bit like, a little bit like, uh, kind of like, going towards the, the, out of forty years, like, mm -hmm. 40, you know, that kind of like, what the heck, you know? Yeah. Like near the bottom of the barrel of surrender. It's like, right. yeah, you finally get him that you really can't do anything about it. Right. But, but, if you hear the theory that I can't do anything about it, but there's a point one percent back there that says. <laughs> I surely can. 
There's something. You're right. Something. You know, I mean, if I sat at the bench that Eckhart Tolle sat on, or if I, you know, maybe there's something, something I could go and see, or a trip to India. Or, you know, <laughs> if there's a grain of, of investment in that thought, then do. Do, do, do whatever it is. Do all of it. Do it. Do everything. Because you have to arrive at the knowing that, okay, actually, I now know that these are just experiences. I now know none of these things can give it to me. But you can't buy that off the shelf, that concept. Right. Can't. Yeah. Right. Can't. You've got to earn that one. So you just have to exhaust it all. You exhaust it. Until you're... Yeah. Until I'm 90 years old and I'm saying... <laughs> 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 or 55. Or 55. You know? You know. Like, for example. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, time doesn't matter. Because the experience of doing and trying stuff out is worth having. Because that's what consciousness is doing. That's what the totality is doing. It's getting the information about what it thinks it is and what it thinks, what it knows it's not. And it, it's, you know, it, it's having fun exploring the spiritual path. Right. And what are you going to do? Deny that? I mean, no, this is the experience that's being had by consciousness. Let it have it and it's full fireworks. Full regalia. <laughs> and, and, and then, okay, that's that done. I've outgrown my toys. Okay, now we're at a different point. Right. But let yourself have it. Hmm? Let yourself have those experiences. If Grace is going to knock on your door, it's going to say, okay, we're cutting your, your, your game short. Right. It stops here. Yeah. Okay, if that happens, great. But, but yeah, I mean, gosh, mm -hmm. you know, there's a movement towards towards... I have the theory that I can't make it happen. It's not in a book, but I'm addicted to books. Hey, get more of them. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. yeah, get more of them. Yeah. I hope it will progress beyond the books. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? It has to spin out. Like, let things have their chance, you know? Okay. It's like the self-love. Let it have its chance, you know? This, this is the realm for dancing with it. This is the experiential realm, you know? And it would be a crime to like, sorry, consciousness, you're now not going to be allowed to have the experience that you're organically trying to have. It's like, heck, you know, if consciousness needs to imagine that you're that woman in order to have the experience, heck, so what? So what? You're not really her. You know you're not really her. You just think you are sometimes, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> you know, you know, and, and that <coughs> thinking that you're separate, thinking that you're a woman looking for the truth, that has to run in order for that experience to be had by consciousness. Right. That doesn't make you a separate woman. That doesn't make you an individual. That conclusion is erroneous. Right. You know? It's just, hey, there's a belief system coming in here that I'm going to get something out of satsang. All right. That's consciousness having <laughs> a belief system. Don't make it yours. You know? Or if you make it yours, that's consciousness making it belonging to itself. It never creates a you. That link is the big lie never creates a you. It creates a sense of a you. It creates a belief in a you. But it doesn't create a you. It doesn't. Thank you, Jared. Sure. Yeah, thank you very much. So I want to talk about fear um, because I'm having fear sitting here. Sure. And uh, fear has been arising a lot lately. So um, I think this path has called me for a very, very long time. 
And I remember even from youth always saying to myself, I want to go home. Mm -hmm. And I still, I'll sing to myself, I want to go home, and thought of I want to go home, just to keep arising. So there's something calling me. And so I know that this is, if I'm going to say, the path that I'm meant to be on. But there's great fear, I think, where I think, yes, I'll do anything to go home. I think now I'm recognizing there's a fear of something. And I think the fear is of what happens in the, I want to say the reintegration back. I think that the not knowing how, how that is creates the fear of not going there. Um, I had once an experience, actually, while I was um, doing some public speaking at church, where I want to say the eye, something left and was over here, mm. and I was was talking. I could hear voice coming from somewhere. So, talking was happening, but there was no brain doing mm -hmm. anything. Mm. So I understand on some level that. I don't need the brain to function, but there's a part of me that still is worried about, I have children, so what happens when I go home and there are children to take care of? How mm -hmm. I, need, I need to know, I guess, that, that those other things of life mm -hmm. will keep happening, that they won't grow up without a mother and... Mm -hmm live a horrible life because something weird happened to mom and she didn't come back for me. <laughs> um, so is there something, can you help me with okay. that fear? Okay. So how come you think you have control? I know on some level that I don't, but if you look at this personality, this personality is a huge control freak. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ultimately I know there is really nothing you can do. And I've kind of gone through the phase too where, you know, I look at things in life, you can buy all the clothes you want, you can eat all the good food you want, you can travel wherever you want, and it doesn't do it. Yes. Good that that's seen. But what do you do? What's where to go? Okay. Okay. You, you never left home. And I I know that on some level, but it's not the it's it's not always the experience. I think I have like small glimpses that come like I'll get a Oh, and then yes. it leaves as soon as it. Uh, so as soon I can as you see it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mine grabs it and it's gone. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're getting glimpses. Good. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you can't leave home. I mean, it's not possible to leave home. Okay. It's just that the mind will run this hypnosis that you want to go home, and as long as you want to go home, well then, we've assumed that you left you're, home. That you're not there. 
that you're not there. And that's the lie. It's like you've assumed that you're not there. Okay. So when that idea comes, I want to go home. It's just like, you are at home. This is just a sideshow. It is literally a sideshow. It's like the radio on the next room, the TV on in the corner. You're not looking at it, but you, can, you know when there's a program on and when there's the ads on. You bought it that much. Right. It's, that's what this is like. It's a sideshow. Right. And I, I know that, but I'm not established in yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But the control is the antidote to what I'm saying. Okay. So tell me more. <laughs> you don't have control over anything. Mind is just using that story in order to tighten things up, to tighten up this, this, this amorphous field, <laughs> to tighten it up and to make it look solid. Control gives you a sense of, well, I'm here and I've got things to do. Right. <clears throat> and it consolidates the I'm not at home. Yeah. I think it's also afraid. It, there's a fear. What do I do then? What do you do when... <laughs> What do you do when you're enlightened? I mean, life happens the same way as it's happening now. It's just that you don't fool yourself that you're making that you're, that you're making it happen. Yeah. You just don't fool yourself. It's just a layer is taken off. Right. But life still happens. Right. You know, like if, if, if your kids are reared by you or not by you, if it comes from the universe plucking, you know, separation from your brain, your kids will be better off with whatever option is given to them. That's for sure. Consciousness isn't gonna, you know, abandon a couple mm. of kids. Okay. It's not, it's not, it just doesn't work like that. Okay. It doesn't work like that. You're gonna have to trust it. Right. So mothering still happens. Mm. Those things still happen. Mm. And that's what I saw, that talking still happened even though yes. I wasn't there. Yes. 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 All of it still happens without a you. Actually, all of it happens all of the time without a you. Right. It's just that mind is running this story and you've believed it, huh? Right. That I'm making this happen. So it's, it's, it, that'll take a bit of work to kind of, when the controller is in, is just say, hey, drop, drop this. Drop this control. Just drop this now. There's a flow happening here and respond. Respond instead of being directive because you think you're being directive, but you're not. The movement comes from universe. universe. Right, okay. And I felt that too, but I don't always feel it that way. So at times it's like, yes, I understand that yeah. I'm not in control of this, yeah. this movement. Yes. And yet at other times it feels like control freak saying, this is what I need to this do what I need now. To do. Yes, yes, yes. But it's all still a movement from the universe, even if... Yes, even the movement from the universe will say, I need to do this now. Too, is a movement of the universe. I want to go home is a movement from the universe. How is consciousness going to go home? Where is it going to go? What's not conscious? Where is it going to go? On a physiological level, the, well, the physiology will respond if in your head you get into the idea of just, just respond to a movement. 
respond to what's being presented here. Because for you to be the proactive one is making the movie really solid. Yeah. It's really solid. So it would be a good little unwinding to do for our mind. It's like, hey, we're going to respond here. Kids need to be picked up in a half an hour. Let's see. We'll just respond to, to that. You know, it's like just yeah. just putting the controller in the back seat a little bit, huh? Right. Or I think um, one time one of my teachers had said, um, I think just sit back and listen for yeah. what wants to happen here. Yes. So it's yes. the taking a moment, asking yourself, yes. what is it that really wants to happen? Yes. So yes. I did this, uh, what do I want for lunch? So yes. the instinct is to go into the kitchen and start looking, but I said, S sit back a minute and see yes. what's yes. arising about what yes. to have for lunch. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And this, this will help you to just, you know, turn off the controller program, you know? It will help from that, but the most important thing is to just... <coughs> you never left home, you know? You actually never left home. When as long as you believe you want to go home, you're consolidating the fact that you're not at home. Okay. That's what's making the experience that you're not at home valid. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Sure. Hmm. So a quick question. Yes. Now you've been at this for what seven or eight years or less, about five, I think. Well, but anyway, hmm. long enough. Yeah. Do you see people awakening more? Or yes. In the last five years, I mean, yes. I hear that, but I don't really ask them. Are you awakening? Um, you don't see the paper. Yeah, people are. Well, from what I've noticed. Yeah. Uh, the questions are becoming more mature. Hmm. Um. There's, there's more of an intellectual understanding. It's like we're developing an intelligence. There's an intelligence around this, which I wasn't really there a few hundred years ago. Like in the olden books, it, you know, I know it was like through humility and service and the ways were very directed. Mm -hmm. It's like the path of service or, or devotion or yoga or, and it was very, very clear. There was, this was how you did it. And it seems like, we, we, we don't have to go through those um, restricted confines to hold down the ego. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it makes sense because we don't have the ashrams and the monasteries and we don't have that whole thing. We don't have a culture that protects those who are called to the sacred life. We don't. It's gone. So you're going to have to do it while you're rearing your kids. And of course it's possible. It's just that we're of the generation where this is starting out. So there's no model there. That's the problem. There's no model of like, well, what? How do I? Because the only thing we know is that I could lose my marbles. I lose something for sure. You lose your identity. Of course, there's going to be loss. So uh, how, how will life continue? In 50 years' time, piece of cake. This question will not be asked at all. Mm -hmm. Won't be asked. You see? So, so we're, we're breaking ground a little bit, you know? But yeah, in the five years, for sure, there's less. People are seeing the difference between therapy and non-duality. And there's space for both of it. It's all, it's all, it's, it's all part of, you know, non-duality is part of duality, you know? It's all part of Maya. It's all the game, you know? So I don't mind at all. It's like, wherever, wherever the identification is caught, I go after it, whether it's a story or not. But in the beginning, it was all story. It was all story because it was just like, I need help with this. And now it's not. It's like, okay, this is going on in my life, but this is how it links to my non-dual 
frame of mind. So it's like there, there isn't the therapy group and, and the, the, the group that have the capacity to intellectually on make these, you know, understand these concepts. Mm -hmm. People can link up the two, which shows me that, well, there's, there's a way of bringing the non-dual understanding into daily life. You know, that, that, that there's a way of watching the mind and life continues, you know. So, yeah, there is a shift. Um, it, it does, you know, I, I don't know how much of more people are waking up, how much of that phrase comes from the fact that, well, the non-dual sector is very small globally. It's a very small community mm -hmm. when you think of other movements out there. It's very small. And with the internet, you know, everybody knows everybody, you know. I don't even know what Jim McKenna works, looks like, but I just said one name and somebody knew who it was. I mean, it's very, very tight, mm -hmm. you know? So, so <clears throat> if, 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 if there is awakening going on, maybe proportionately for the rest of the planet, that was happening before, but we only know because, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Do we only know because of the internet? Do we only know because it's a small community and word travels fast? I don't know. But for sure, there's been a lot of people that have been, you know, that are talking or whatever, but their understanding is very unlimited. The truth can be seen, but the understanding isn't there. And that's there too. And it's like, hold on, now there's a maturation that happens here of where understanding of how it works has to kick in. And it used to be that that understanding would come after awakening, unless you were intellectually or, or reared in a Brahmin family or reared in some way where you'd access to this material. <clears throat> But, but the understanding very often now is coming prior, you know, it's, it's before seeing the truth and all the concepts are there. So the questions are different because it's like, I read all the books, I know the concepts, but it's a theory. This didn't happen 100 years ago. It couldn't have happened, you know, mm -hmm. you know, because there wasn't, the, there, there wasn't the information out there. So it had to come. So as a result, the understanding from an authentic place is limited. It's like, mm, a lot of people understand an awful lot, but it's an intellectual level. And then there's people who've seen the truth, and that understanding hasn't matured because they, whatever, they're going out and sitting in groups too fast, or some arrogance hasn't burnt out, and, or whatever. It's like, the journey still continues. It's, the unfolding still continues. You just know it's not you. But consciousness is still throwing in more conditioning and breaking old conditioning. It's still happening. Do you know? Like, it's... I, I really noticed at the moment because I, I've, I've gotten into a relationship again. Mm. And it's like, wow, the amount of conditioning that's coming in. And it's, it's just extraordinary to watch it because conditioning isn't bad or good. It's just a phenomenon. And the amount of con conditioning that's coming in in order for this Jack character to be able to be in a relationship. <laughs> you know, because you have to. You have to kind of morph into something that will work well with the other person. You, you know, that's what a relationship mm -hmm. is. You give and take, you know. So it involves that, no? It's like, wow, the amount of conditioning and reshaping of the character that's happening, is, it's beautiful to watch it. Say, wow, here we go. And if this relationship ends and another one starts, you know, that will all be shed and a new set of conditioning will be taken on. And that's life, you know? And it just comes and goes and comes and goes. But conditioning isn't the problem. It's never a problem. There was a time when it was a problem, you know? You know? So, so... It's just a river, you know, it just keeps on flowing and keeps on moving and it's beautiful, like it's beautiful, you know, mm. it still continues, you know, it's just annoying it's not real, which is playing all the time, 
It's just, it's just, it's just so clear that it's not real. It's, it, it, I couldn't even pretend to believe that it's real. I mean, it's just so not real, you know. But still, it's there all the time, you know. You know I wake up and it's like, oh, here it is again. Wake up in the morning, you know, and it's like, okay, here it is again. So what? You know, uh, you know Mary Baba says, real understanding is seen through illusion. Yes. Yes. Seems like that's what you're saying too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But we need to enjoy the experience. Yeah, let it be enjoyed. Why not? As, um, Chardin um, had a quote that I really loved. It, it's we're not humans having a spiritual experience, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. Yeah. <laughs> so if you ever find yourself in that place where you're um, Zen drunk or attacked, addicted to emptiness or whatever, you have to remember that this is a human experience, and you're supposed to be doing those human things. Mm. And those conditioning things will always continue. I'm a father as well, and yeah. the conditioning is still there. I still father. And, Everything still yeah. happens. Yeah, everything still happens. Yeah, yeah. But it's more fun because there's no stress. Yes, but but <laughs> yes, that's right. You know you're gonna pick yeah. up your kid. You don't stress. Oh my god, I gotta pick up my kid. I gotta pick up my kid. You yeah. just like go about your day and you giggle at the dog walking down the street and you're like, oh my god, that was cute. Yeah, but just, yeah, everything's fun. Yeah, and, and 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 there can be stress too. Like you know, I mean. I, I travel so much, I drive on the wrong side of the road a lot, yeah. you know? It's like, <laughs> and it's like, shit! You know, it's like, <laughs> and you're like okay, what, what country am I in? What side, what side of the road am I supposed to be driving on? <laughs> that stress, like, that is adrenaline pumping. <laughs> I mean, that happens, you know? And it's like, oh, wow. You know? And they just sit pulling, and it's like, wow, look at this chemical in my body, this is wild. You know? But yeah, of course. So the body instinctively, like, I'm in danger, and adrenaline pumps, and stress happens, stress happens. You just have to wait for a car to approach, then you'll immediately know. Yeah, you immediately know. Conscious is taking care of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's you know it's a nice thought. We're spiritual people having having a or spiritual beings having a physical physical human experience. But don't get attached to being a spirit either, you know? Exactly. Yeah. That's just take the words lightly. Yeah, take the words lightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? But don't get addicted to emptiness. It's, it's to nothing. It's, you're, it's then, all. You're, then you're forgetting this existence. You're forgetting this human existence. And then you're not having any fun getting thrill rushes by squirting into a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun. Your life isn't the obstacle. It's not an obstacle, no. No. And it was seen as an obstacle because that's where, what religion did, you know. Um, but there weren't any supports, you see. We have YouTube, we have supports everywhere, non-Jewel groups. The supports are everywhere. So, so life is no longer the obstacle, you know. It's integrated, you see. It's just integrated.
More questions arising, huh? <laughs> so without moving your body, let there be rest on the inside. mind something to do. Imagine that you're deliciously sinking in the deepest part of the Pacific. And you're just letting the water have you. And it's okay. Dropping down. fight in you. There's no effort to be made. Just sinking deeper and deeper into the blue. Nothing but blue. parts of the body deliciously begin to dissolve. Just dissolving. Your arms begin to just melt like a cube of ice. Just melting. Dissolving into the water. Your feet your lower legs dissolving, your thighs dissolving. Your head is beginning to get softer, beginning to dissolve. Your torso, your shoulders are beginning to dissolve. merging with the water, disappearing into the water, your chest melting, softening, dissolving, your stomach, your pelvis, your skull is dissolving, your brain is dissolving. Your spine is dissolving. Every bone is just melting away. Let there be nothing. Know you. 
no trace, no trace of you anywhere. trace of that body and the stories that went with that body. No residue left at all. It rose up for a few years and then it dissolved. Let it be all over. The idea of nothing is gone. And even if the eyes open, the view that comes through that optic nerve, whatever is exposed <coughs> to that optic nerve, it's just the senses. It has nothing to do with you. The body will do its thing. Thoughts will do their thing. It has nothing to do with you. Nothing. Even if the sense of a you arises, it has nothing to do with you. There is no separate individual you. Let there be nothing, and let nothing disappear also. what it's like to open your eyes and not, and to let seeing happen without letting there be a commentary on what is seen. Let there just be seeing is happening. Just seeing as a function to find out where the chair is, where the door is, seeing has this function. Nothing else needs to be laid on top of that. The functioning of seeing is enough.
everybody okay? Sorry. <laughs> Does anybody else need to say anything or is there anything unresolved or kind of a last check-in? <coughs> burning something or other. Okay? Alright. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Well, thank you for the opportunity to come. <coughs> Regina's invite came, I know, it must have been like a year ago or something. Can we just some hold and we see what happens? And here we go. <coughs> so thank you for Regina to open the space. Huh? <coughs> okay, nice to sit with you, huh? Thank you. Safe home. Thank you.